Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jennifer Lopez. And did one of you say they auctioned off those jackets that they wore today or they sold them and they went for a lot of money? I believe that was the Dunkin' Donuts spot. This is 720 WGN. The game was so good that I think some of the commercials might have been overshadowed because, I mean, the second half of the game was pretty spectacular. Professor Derek Rucker is with us. Derek is with... Northwestern's Kellogg School of Management. This is your business, Professor. What do you think was the winning commercial? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, This is my business. So this is the Super Bowl of advertising. And there were a few commercials that our panel gave an A to, so we have a group looking at. But let me give you the top three. I'm happy to talk about any of them. But top three, Google, which ran a a wonderfully emotional ad, CeraVe, which I'm happy to talk about, which featured the uh, one and only Michael Sarah, and Doritos, which kind of went back to some classic roots. So I'll say those are our top three and, and some of my favorite advertising I saw this Super Bowl. Okay, let's talk about Google because that is escaping my memory. Okay, well, let's, let's start there. <laughs> this is the one, and you know, if you look at what Google has done historically on the Super Bowl, they're really about kind of talking about how technology ultimately fuels emotional rewards or benefits. And so this was the one that featured an individual who was mostly blind and saw a blurry world, yet with Google-assisted technology, they're able to take pictures and form memories. And, you know, it's like, oh, is that an ad for people who have vision problems? No, that's an ad for every human being who can understand that technology can empower us as a race. And the second commercial about Sarah V., I had seen ahead of time with the dad and the daughter and the Taylor Swift jersey and the Taylor Swift friend friends bracelets. Is that the same one you're talking about? No, oh, I missed that one. No, this so the Sarah V one that our panel gave number two, which actually ended up being my favorite this year. This featured Michael Sarah, so from Scott Pilgrim versus the World or Juno. Um, he's done other things, but basically, it's a moisturizing product for your skin, and it's spelled. C-E-R-A-V-E. Now, Michael Sarah's last name is Sarah. So it was this really funny skit about him trying to pitch for being the creator of the brand. But what worked so well is it was funny, humorous, and yet all about the brand. You're right. Yep, I saw that. And I used that brand. And I think what really hit home is a lot of people don't really know how to pronounce it. So that was pretty fantastic. And the it third... Is. It, it, oh, go ahead. It, yeah. No, I was going to say, and that's that's the thing about you say, why did you evaluate this brand? Well, because it conveyed interesting and useful information. It made me laugh, but it did more than that. It built the brand out. Exactly. And the third spot that you deemed a winner. Doritos. And so if anyone saw this, it was a comical take on, you know, one of the things that Doritos has an advantage of is we all know the product and the brand. We know the qualities it has as a brand. So their job is partially just to reinforce how great it is. And so it showed these two delightful ladies basically tracking down individual to get the last bag of Doritos. And it's just as iconic in the way it showcases how desirable that product is. What about the commercial for State Farm with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I heard a lot of people raving about that. Yeah, you know, that that was one. Um, 
So the State Farm one basically talked a lot about Arnold. And, of course, if you know Arnold, love Arnold, um, he has an accent. Yes. And so he was trying to, 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 to say things, and people were misunderstanding it. Um, so a lot of people found that really entertaining. I know that was a slight departure for our panel thought was okay. And I think the reason we saw people in the popular press love it, it was just like, it's an entertaining commercial. At the end of the day, though, for me, I'm more interested in Arnold and what was going on there and the fact that for those listening, they also brought in Danny DeVito, who Arnold partnered with a long time ago in the movie Twins. I was more interested in the celebrities as opposed to the brand. And that's always a fine line to walk. You want to build your brand, not just entertain or build a celebrity. I was intrigued that there were female targeted commercials, a hot flash commercial, like in the first 10 minutes of the game. Was yeah. there a focus to target females yesterday? Um, I would say a certain, well, it, particular that one, I think it's safe to say that was more focused on females as a target. You know, what's interesting is people fail to, to realize the Super Bowl brings in such a big audience, over 100 million people, and it's largely split, split, split between men and women. And I think what's interesting is that a lot of them are watching for the ad. So I think when it, some people make the mistake of thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to target just men or that's just a, a male audience. They're wrong. Super Bowl is really a big party for everyone. And so it can make sense with that. Derek, I was intrigued by a five-second Duolingo commercial. Five seconds. It appeared like there was, um, <laughs> I don't know, like something came out of its butt yeah, or something. Was, I don't I even know. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. And I think, I think what you're pointing out, I think that was actually um, a spot that was aired in certain markets. So, so it would not fit our traditional like Super Bowl um, commercial because it didn't air everywhere, but certainly did here in the Chicago market. And, you know, that's an interesting one of like, what can you do in five seconds? Well, one thing you can do in five seconds is remind people you exist. <laughs> I think that's basically yeah. all they're able to do in it. But it is interesting, the five-second spot and what can be done with it. Derek Recker is a professional uh, professor of marketing and North- at Northwestern's Kellogg School of Management. This is their Super Bowl season for commercials and for advertisements. What about the Christopher Walken commercial? Yeah, that was, I believe, for the BMW electric vehicle. Um I'm a huge Christopher Walken fan, and you know I think what was funny about that commercial is it, of course, says there's no one like Christopher Walken, right? Yes. Um, I think what you have to ask yourself is, all right, at the end of the day, does, is that going to motivate people to explore BMW as a brand? And so I think, to me, that was one where I probably enjoyed the celebrity a lot more than I enjoyed the product. I was listening to John Williams. He was talking about... The W, I think it was um, MGM betting with Vince Vaughn and Tom Brady, and that that commercial cost $50 million. Would that be the most that any company has spent on creating a commercial for the Super Bowl? Wow. I, so I want to look at those details in terms of the cost because that is a uh, seems crazy number. Right? Yeah. It seems yeah. crazy. So I want to double check that because people also like to tout how much they spent. And so I want, I want to know the real, real deal. But if that were there, it would be in contention. You know, there are some brands who never share what they spent, but 50 million takes a lot to get to that kind of ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seems, seems like that to me too. Uh, so how much did people spend? Like the, how much did CBS make off of the commercials that aired during the Super Bowl? Uh, well, only they will know for sure because some of it gets 
uh, negotiating the back end. But yes, they made a lot. I mean, I think what's fascinating that the listeners may find interesting is you'll see the, the Super Bowl advertised price of something like $7.5 million for 30 seconds. And you know, that's a lot. What you should all know is most brands are paying a lot more because even though they might get actually a deal on how much they pay for 30 seconds of the Super Bowl, they often have to pay an entry price by other spots in the network that mm. aren't Super Bowl. Then they have to do production. Then they have to do celebrities. So when you see these 30-second spots, not to mention a 60 or a 90-second, you think about a brand that has probably invested 15 or $20 million into a spot. So it's a big cost on the for the brand. And to your observation, yes, the network is going to make a lot of money off of those, those commercials. And I'm going to have to go to news, but Kennedy came out today and said that was a super PAC that bought that commercial. His family was not happy with it. Uh, do you believe that he didn't know anything about it? it it's hard to know. I, it, I, there have been occurrences where people don't realize that, you know, something is being advertised. But regardless, I think that was a good example of, you know, that one came, I believe, around halftime. Our panel did not rate it well. I think it's one of those where it's like, if you're going to spend that kind of money, what are you trying to message? And I think you look at that, and a lot of people were confused. Confusion is usually not a good look. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. We could talk to you for hours about this, but I appreciate your oh, time. I love three. this stuff. My pleasure. <laughs> Thank that you so pro- much. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is Professor Derek Recker, Professor of Marketing at Northwestern Kellogg School of Management. Steve's News next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. 